All right, day 16, and it looks like for many Americans, as the clock now ticks down, it's going to be day 17, 18, 19, 20, and it's never going to end. Because uh, Joe is not giving up on his ridiculous artificial deadline of August the 31st. Tony Blinken making it very clear this weekend that it will not be extended. Joe Biden again today, incoherent, mumbling and bumbling and stumbling. It is beyond humiliating and embarrassing for the country, for him. And it's clear he is not up to the job. There's nobody in the mainstream media saying, take an issue with me on this. And there's a reason, because they know. I'll just put the grand master tape together one day and I'll play it for everybody. And then when you hear it, when you see it on TV, you will know this guy is everything that I've been saying. Just compare him to 2008, 2012, 2016, and 2021. And the difference is stark. It is frightening. It is scary. We're now going to leave our fellow Americans behind. And here's Joe Biden trying to keep his thoughts together during today's incoherent mumbling, bumbling, stumbling press conference catastrophe. Well, look, uh, if there's anything else you need, you know, just call. I mean, you, you, you got the team at the table there, a lot of them. And so just just holler. All right. Now, now uh, Cedric, uh, who are we going to next? Governor Reese is go. Oh, you are. I understand, Gov, you're not. Uh, on video, but you are on the telephone. So, Gov, fire away. Thanks for joining me. I'm here. Uh, uh, the FEMA director is on. Uh, uh, FEMA director Chris Welsh, she, she's on. And I'm here with, uh, with my senior advisor and uh, boy who knows Louisiana very, very well, man, and, and New Orleans. And, uh, but we need to be prepared uh, and... Uh, uh, that, that, that we're about as prepared as we could be. And uh, so I'm now going to turn this over to, uh, uh, to John Bell, Governor Edwards uh, of Louisiana. And, Governor, give us your assessment of what, what you have, what you're seeing out there. Tell me what you're hearing and what your team on the ground and anything you need that we haven't gotten to you. And uh, is, uh, is, is Mayor Cantrell on? Mayor Cantrell, are, are you on? I don't. I don't think she was able to get connected. I, I don't think so, Mr. President, but we have Cynthia Lee Shang. Oh, okay. That's your president. 84% of Americans believe that, as I do, that U.S. troops should remain in Afghanistan until all Americans are evacuated. Who are the 16 other percent? 71% think they should stay until all Afghans who helped us that uh, that they should stay until all all of them are evacuated as well. That's ABC News. That's not the right wing, um, you know, whatever poll. Overwhelming bipartisan support even to keep troops in Afghanistan until every American and Afghan who aided us, who we promised if this day ever came, we would get out. That, that we wouldn't allow this to happen. We'd get him out of there. Now we have the president this weekend. Uh, wait till you hear the comments of some of the families 
of these heroes that were killed in this suicide on these suicide bombers at the airport. They're, they are apoplectic and rightly so. They wouldn't even meet with Joe Biden this weekend. Then he's looking at his watch during this, you know, when these troops' bodies come home, you know, back to American soil, 13 troops. Look at the faces of all these these brave soldiers, men and women, and it makes you want to cry. The British warned Biden, is, you know, is out there warning people that Biden holds grudges. But this is the more important part. Boris Johnson has been warned that Joe Biden holds grudges after members of the British government questioned his mental fitness following his completely mad press briefings on Afghanistan. Now, we did get some insight into the G7. They were begging him to get rid of the August 31st deadline. That's tomorrow. We are now hours away from the total complete pullout. Tony Blinken this weekend said there will be no diplomatic or military presence as of midnight tomorrow, which will, you know, the 24-hour countdown has begun. Now we have, as I suspected, uh, surface-to-air missiles being fired at airplanes that are trying to evacuate the remaining military diplomatic staff and any other Americans they can get on board, I guess. They keep bragging about 120,000 people in an evacuation. The, the biggest problem with their that nobody's asked them these main questions. Why do you trust the Taliban? I mean, when Tony Blinken this weekend was asked, why do you trust them? Why do you believe even with all dipl- with no diplomatic presence, you're going to be able to get Americans caught behind enemy lines, ostensibly hostages to the whims of the Taliban and terrorist groups? Why are you going to get them? Why are you confident they would even abide by it? Well, they, they, it's in their best interest. No, it's really not in their best interest. If you want to know the truth and the best interest is to hold on to American treasure as their leverage. And I would expect that's more likely to occur. Biden's this has been a, a totally predictable, preventable event that has been unfolding here. Lawmakers, State Department no longer allowing American citizens to even enter Karzai International Airport. We're leaving Americans behind. We'll probably never get because we still have not gotten a number of how many Americans they needed to get out, how many Americans actually got out. You know, you, you look at these these plane loads, you know, the majority are not Americans that they've evacuated. Joe Biden won't answer the question. I'm not supposed to take any questions. Well, what is that on Sunday? Commissioner, I, I really think it all works. I'm not I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Mr. President, on Afghanistan? I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Can you say if there's still an okay. risk? Tony Blinken this weekend saying that we won't have a presence on the ground in Kabul as of tomorrow. We won't have any presence on the ground. Jake Sullivan, do you really believe the U.S. will have leverage with the Taliban for evacuations after the deadline? Because that's what that's what that's what the secretary of state keeps saying. There's no deadline, Anthony Blinken said, to our work to help any remaining American citizens who decide they want to leave to do so, along with many of the Afghans who have stood by us these many years and have wanted to leave and have been unable to do so. They've not been able to do so because the Taliban that they're putting all their faith, hope and trust is in 
wouldn't allow them through the perimeter to get to the airport, including busloads of Americans, according to reports. Blinken is out there saying the U.S. expects the Taliban won't seal off the country after August the 31st. Oh, so you're counting on the goodwill of the people that opened up the jails that let out Al-Qaeda and ISIS-K terrorists. We're going to trust them. I mean, it's, it's just spectacularly stupid. U.S. officials talking about having any leverage ensuring the that after the 831 deadline, tomorrow's deadline, that people are not going to be stuck in Afghanistan. We'll ensure that we have a mechanism to get them out of the country should they choose in the future to come home. Some of them are choosing to come home now, and you're leaving them behind. And anything else that you say to the contrary is a lie. So stop lying. Now they're even admitting as many as 300 Americans are remaining in Afghanistan. They're admitting the terror risk remains high. Biden at the the White House, the State Department are are literally blocking the rescue of some. I mean, this was a a pretty interesting article that I saw reportedly blocking the the rescue of certain people. Because at this point, they think it's too late. They're trying to get their diplomats and their their you know, get our armed services out of there after we're leaving them all the equipment. We found out over the weekend, where was Tony Blinken when Kabul was falling? He was in the Hamptons. Where was Joe Biden on vacation? Where was Jen Psaki on vacation? They never took the time to come back when maybe we could have had some presence and been able to get people out faster. Nobody's asking the stupidity of handing over Bagram Air Force Base. Even the, you know, Boris Johnson, all of our allies apparently in the G7 meeting are aghast at how what befuddled and confused and confounded and incoherent Joe Biden is. The UK had to pull out and they are, they at least have a number. They know they're leaving 150 Brits behind and 1,100 Afghans that they've identified as people that helped them. And despite fears that they'll be hostages, but they said they just didn't feel they can do it safely any longer. And they pulled out. They're gone. The Australians, they got all their people out. Marine battalion commander fired after blasting what is obvious, and that is the inept military leadership over Afghanistan. Yeah, let's take the one Marine battalion commander that they fired him on Friday because he points out the obvious how inept and how stupid this whole idea was. And he put it on a Facebook post. I've been relieved for cause uh, based on the lack of trust and confidence. He doesn't entrust them. Oh, I'm sorry. The reason people are so upset on social media now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member always rose to the occasion. They did extraordinary things. People are upset. Because of the senior leadership letting them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting responsibility, saying we messed this up. And they messed it up in March, April, May, June and July when they we had control of Kabul. You know, the fact that we had a group of American Afghani veterans, they're not even in the military anymore. They launched their own mission to get Afghan allies and Americans out because what they saw what was happening and they know what's going to happen to the people that are left behind. They're going to be hostages behind enemy lines. With the Taliban and others 
as the hostage takers. So they were able to save, you know, an amazing 170 uh, people. At least according to some reports. Thank them for their service. U.S. Special Ops vets carried out this daring mission. All volunteer group. Veterans of the Afghan war. Their final mission last week, Pineapple Express, shepherding hundreds of at-risk Afghan elite forces and their families to safety. They moved in in the middle of the night near pitch black darkness, extreme dangerous conditions, and they were able to get as many people as possible out, risking their own lives in the process. And Biden now has created a safe haven for new terrorist groups to emerge in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, that he that he he allowed this to happen. Even ABC's Jonathan Carl on the Biden administration calling this a success, uh, something that isn't in reality any success. Clearly, the worst day of of Biden's presidency could get, but it's going to get worse. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not giving up. As long as we have Americans caught behind enemy lines and held hostage. I'm not forgetting those people. Nor should any of us. We need to pledge however long it takes. To get our fellow Americans home. That's who we really are. We'll continue. We'll tell you this. You know, watching Biden this weekend during the ceremony... You know, he didn't look particularly engaged during the ceremony at Dover Air Force Base. Thirteen soldiers killed because he didn't see the obvious. And that was the Taliban taking over massive geographical portions of the country. Apparently didn't he didn't notice. Anyway, during the event, he's like looking down at his watch. A lot of people have been very angry about that. It's true. He checked his watch during the transfer of service members killed in Afghanistan at the airport. You could see him, you know, jerk his left hand, pull the watch out from under his sleeve, look down at it. And then many of us remember President Bush. Remember during that debate? Looked awful. Didn't help him at all. And uh, I don't know, was, was he inconvenienced? He had to work on a Sunday? You know, for all these reports... Fox News reporting the truth. Retired Green Beret commander Scott Mann helping lead a rescue mission to evacuate our Afghan allies that are going to be targeted for death. He said earlier today on Fox that the Taliban is preventing hundreds of Americans from getting inside the Karzai International Airport gate to access any flight. He warned that as the withdrawal deadline is now approaching, they will be trapped behind enemy lines. What does that mean? That means they're hostages to the whims of the terrorists. And don't think that the Taliban is beyond working with ISIS-K and Al-Qaeda. And, I, I, you know, there's a very smart audience. Just think of what they'll do with American lives as leverage. There's not one good thing I can think of. 25 till the top of the hour. So retired Green Beret. Commander Scott Mann said the following, quote, there are hundreds of American citizens right now who are not able to get it. He's talking about the airport. Get to get in. Yesterday, there was a bus of up to 50 American citizens with 
Many small children within sight of the gate. The Taliban were not letting them in. They were firing over their heads, firing around the bus with these little kids on there. Imagine sitting on that bus with your kids, enduring that for hours at a time, and you never got in. And it's happening all over the city. We're going to have American citizens and Afghan allies behind enemy lines now within a few hours. Pregnant wife of a slain Marine. Literally was killed while guarding Karzai International Airport. Said she was disappointed after meeting Biden when her husband's body arrived at Dover Air Force Base yesterday. Washington Post reported her name's uh, uh, Gianna McCollum met with Biden, was disappointed by Biden's words to her, finding them scripted and shallow, according to one of McCollum's sisters. During the conversation with the widow, Biden brought up the loss of his son, Beau Biden, who served in the military and was elected Delaware AG before he died from cancer in 2015 at the age of 46. Marine Corps Lance uh, Corporal McCollum was 20 years old when he was killed last week after a suicide bomber struck his checkpoint outside the airport at Karzai International Airport. His wife is expecting a child next month in September. He was so excited to be a dad. He was he's going to be he was going to be a great dad. McCollum's sister said McCollum's other sister also not pleased with Biden. You can't F up as bad as he did and then say you're sorry. This did not need to happen. Every life is on his hands. How could it not be? Want to know how the world's dictators are reacting to Joe Biden's frail, weak, cognitive mess of a state? Well, Kim Jong-un apparently reacts by restarting the nuclear reactor that he shut down in 2018. Not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. When 8 out of 10, when 84% of Americans believe U.S. troops, according to ABC, should stay in Afghanistan until all Americans are able to evacuate the country. You never get 84% of Americans agreeing on anything. And 71% believing the troops should remain until all of our Afghan allies are evacuated. 71%, you don't get 71% a lot either. Because Americans, they're smart. And they understand honor and dignity and integrity. The idea that we, the, the, again, the worst part of this, the Taliban was on the march. It wasn't a surprise. Now there are reports out, left and right, that apparently they gave, I'll get into this in a little bit, they literally handed Kabul over to the Taliban. Now the Biden administration has severed ties with the pro-U.S. Afghan resistance. How could they not? They made it clear over the weekend, the Biden administration, they'd rather see the Taliban in full control and help the Afghan freedom fighters who are now building a resistance army north of Kabul. Friday night, I interviewed the vice president. That is part of the resistance that is building in northern Afghanistan. Now, if we're going to give away $83 billion in planes and helicopters and munitions and weapons and everything and drones and everything in between... 
Why didn't we give it to them? I tried to reach out the spokesperson, the head of the relations for the Afghan resistance leader, Ahmad Mossad. And he said that the Biden administration has not been in touch with the group since Taliban insurgents seized control of the Afghanistan this month. I tried to reach out. We haven't received any type of response at all. We don't see an interest at the movement for the resistance. The White House knows I'm here. We haven't received any interest. We haven't received any invitation. We haven't received any requests. It's surprising us that this is the only resistance against the Taliban, the only force left against terrorism, the only force that providing safe haven for thousands, but they haven't given this option any consideration. My main question for the Afghan well, real president now that the real pre- he was the vice president, the president left, so the duly, you know, recognized president of Afghanistan. He just I said, well, will you help offer safe passage to Americans caught behind enemy lines? He said, yes, yes. And Afghans that will be targeted for death. Unbelievable. You can't F up as bad as he did and then say you're sorry. Well, you have an Iraq war hero. Sought the Democratic Party's presidential nomination last year, Seth Moulton. Blasting Biden's botched withdrawal as an effing disaster. Served four combat tours, four in Iraq, and led one of the first infantry platoons to enter Baghdad. Told New York Magazine the thing that everybody needs to understand, even if you completely agree with the Biden administration's decision to withdraw. The way they've handled this has been a total effing disaster. He claimed he created a disaster of epic pro- proportions which should be investigated by Congress. This is a Democrat. Moulton said he didn't like criticizing Biden. He also said if telling the truth is what's required to save a few lives, then it's all worth it. It's worth all the bad politics in the world. He's right. I give him a lot of credit. This great Taliban that, that Biden and company have put all their faith in There's a report in the New York Post that an Afghan folk singer has been executed. Why did they execute an innocent folk singer? Well, like Peter, Paul and Mary or John Denver. Anyway, they've been executed by the Taliban because music is forbidden in Islam, according to his family. Singer's family told the AP that he was shot dead Friday when enforcers returned to his home after earlier searching it. And drinking tea with him. They shot him in the head on the farm. He was innocent, a singer who only loved entertaining people. The grieving son said of his dad who played a lute. I don't even know what that is. Sang traditional songs about his country. Taliban spokesman telling the AP that insurgents would investigate. Had no other details. The guy has no, but he's still on Twitter. This is getting more interesting, this Washington Post report, where apparently the Taliban actually offered Kabul to the U.S., but Americans, according to this report, said no. Taliban fighters took the Afghan capital city, Kabul, faster than anyone anticipated. And while it was happening, Joe stayed on vacation, Jen Psaki stayed on vacation, and now we know that Tony Blinken was out with the rich and mighty hanging out in the ever-prestigious Hamptons in New York. Rather be shot than seen out there in the Hamptons. I really would. 
Anyway, but according to when Afghan President Ghani fled the country, the city began to collapse. Gangs were reported to be taken over. This led the U.S. military leaders meeting and reaching an agreement with the Taliban. We have two options to deal with, according to the Taliban political leader. You know, reportedly said the United States can take responsibility for securing Kabul or you can allow us to do it. Faced with the decision of whether to accept control over Kabul or allow the Taliban to do so, the U.S. opted for the latter. You know, Lara Logan said it in a tweet last week. Can we can we stop the lying and the pretense that the Taliban is not a terrorist group? Remember, one of their first actions was to release ISIS and Al Qaeda terrorists in prison. Unbelievable. Taliban commander was surprised by the outcome. I don't even think they thought they'd race through the country as quickly as they did. But it didn't matter. We saw it all happening. That's why the CIA pulled their people out of there. Lincoln was vacationing in the Hamptons just hours before Taliban insurgents invaded Kabul and completed their retaking of Afghanistan 20 years after their ouster by U.S.-led forces. Lincoln, like other U.S. officials, had to be called back from vacation. They didn't come back from vacation. That's the point. And Biden flew in for a 10-minute speech and then left. Video of an armed Taliban standing behind a BBC reporter with guns drawn has now gone viral. They shared a short clip purported to be on Afghan TV. It looked like you know, a hostage video. NBC's Richard Engel, hardly a member of the vast right-wing conspiracy, paints a dire picture for the Afghan refugees. 100,000 people without credit cards, Internet stuck in limbo. Is asked the question, what sort of process are they going through now? What's next for them? Where do they could they go? I wish I had an answer. I'm getting asked from Afghans all around the world. You know, have literally a community of people who have been brought out. Many of them are in kind of legal limbo. Problem is, is they've got now the database of every single solitary ally, the Afghani ally that we had. And I know they're trying to make a lot of this U.S. airstrike hitting a suicide bomber in a vehicle going to the airport, but they won't tell us who was in the vehicle. I don't need, I don't I don't trust any any media or anything that Joe Biden says. I just don't trust it. That's my own personal opinion. You can trust whoever you want. I choose not to trust or believe them. I'm a trust but verify guy. Now watch the media too. The media is now going to try and spin off. You know, first, it'll all be about the hurricane. Thank God the levees didn't breach. It's still a disaster for many people and a tragedy, and our prayers are with them. Americans will do what they always do, and that's rise to the occasion and help our fellow citizens in need. Prayers are with everybody whose lives have been upturned. And then they're going to go back to COVID. Watch. It's all going to be COVID, COVID, COVID. Meanwhile, there's going to be Americans held hostage behind enemy lines. And there's going to be reports of Afghan allies murdered. It's going to come and it's going to be routine. Until we get every American out, I'm not giving up. When did we start as a country to leave our fellow Americans behind? I wouldn't leave one American behind. Not one. Nobody stays behind. This should transcend all political differences.
I don't care what their politics are. They're Americans. Get their ass home. Safely. You don't just cut and run. Leave them in the hands of the Taliban behind enemy lines. The odds of them dying or being used as hostages are extraordinarily high. Because they really are hostage to the whims of the Taliban. Whose brilliant plan was this? Why are you trusting the Taliban? Why didn't you do it when we had control of Kabul? Complete control. Why didn't you push back the Taliban when they were on the march in March, April, May, June, and July? Why didn't you push them back? You could have had all the drone strikes you wanted. Unbelievable to me. The Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. We're now less than 24 hours and we'll have no military or diplomatic presence. Americans will be left behind. Some flights continue, but they're coming to an end. Now we have to worry they're firing surface-to-air missiles at these planes taking off. I pray to God that our defenses are able to stop them. So far, they have. There's been five instances that I've read of. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan vehemently denies giving the Taliban any big list. What does that mean, big list? They already have the database and the biometrics. It doesn't really matter if you gave them the list, but the reports were that you gave them the list. They still have the list. They're still going door to door. They still know who they're going after. Washington Post report Biden declined the Taliban offer to have U.S. troops control Kabul. For the Washington Post to write that, a little shocked, to be honest. Biden relied on military officials on Bagram Air Force decision. How about you're the commander in chief? Trump saw the strategic benefits of keeping it in perpetuity. He wasn't given any of it back because we paid for it. And of course, I'm not allowed to take any questions on Afghanistan. I can't take any. I'm not allowed. They're going to get yelled at and everything. I'm going to get yelled at by somebody's going to yell at me. I got to go. I'm not allowed. Mother of a Marine killed in Kabul. My son died in vain for a photo op for 9-11. Wow. Mother of a 20-year-old U.S. Marine killed last week. I said it on our friend Andrew Wilkow's show on Sirius XM. Great guy, Andrew. Lindsey Graham repeats impeachment call. Really think the Republicans will do it? I don't. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. We have Congressman uh, Jim Banks and Congressman Louis Gomer coming up.